A different approach to composition. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye. And in this episode, I wanted to touch on a different approach to composition and how we think about it. Now, I'm all for the rule of thirds and the golden mean, and when, when we teach photography courses or workshops, it does come up. But I do feel, still, and I've said this many times, it should be called the guideline of thirds, not the rule of thirds, because sometimes that rule can leave you with an image that doesn't feel 100% right. Let me explain. So... Yesterday, two days ago, I did a tutorial video. You can find that on the Wild Eye YouTube channel. It's called Processing 27 Guest Images from Iceland. And in this video, I asked people who were with me in Iceland a couple of weeks ago to share two to three images with me. And I would then, when I get home, I would work through all these images, process them, and put the video up for them. The reason we did this is we didn't have a huge amount of time on the trip to to process and sit down with Lightroom because we're busy going out and photographing. And on any, any tour or expedition, I would much rather you have out in the field experiencing the place, the subjects, the scenes, and to be photographing. Because we can always do Lightroom after the fact. We can always meet for a Zoom or a team viewer or whatever the case is. Or I can do a tutorial like I did in this case. And in the video, I answer some of the questions people had on the trip when we did a little bit of Lightroom and also some of the discussions we had. I try to work all of that in. Now, how I did it, and I started doing this or taking this approach to my images when I process when I started with my Svalbard images. I still need to get back to that, by the way. And what I did is I would add the images that I want to process into a collection, right? I create a target collection, set the uh, image, the collection as a target, put all the images in there. And then in the past, what I would do is I'd start from the beginning, crop, straighten the horizon, fix the dust spots, do general global adjustments, basic panel, I would do some masking, and then I would move on to the next image. But what I did for Svalbard, I, I started from the beginning of all my selected images and I just cropped. Crop the one, crop the next one, crop the next one, all the way through. And what I found is that leaves me in a very good creative slash compositional place. So my creative eye, my photographic eye, is looking at the images from a composition-only point of view, not necessarily the processing, the tonality, the blacks, white, saturation, sharpness, and such. And I found it a great way to focus on the one element of the frame that matters, is the composition. Now, just on a sideline, I can make an argument for you that the technical variables of things like contrast, black shadows, whites, highlights, saturation, all of those things can affect the balance of an image. By making something darker, it has more weight. By making something more saturated, it has more weight in the image. But I'm going to ice that for now. Let's sideline that. So what I did in this video, and I would urge you to go and watch it. It's an hour and 13. It's a long one. But what I did is I took 27 images that the guest sent me, and I worked through all of them, cropping and composition first. Now, and this is something I've been playing with my own photography and on the, on the trips that people travel with me, is composition for me revolves around three things. Now, just before I get there, in the past, if you've been following along, you'll know that I've spoken at length about visual mass and visual energy. Visual mass is the point of strongest visual intensity in the frame. It's the thing that draws your eyes the most. Okay? Visual energy is the direction in which the energy flows through the frame. Does it go side to side? Does it go up and down? Does it go circular? Does it go diagonal? Right, so those two things is kind of the, the, the 
thing that you have to keep in mind from the moment you pick up your camera, because if you're photographing something and that something should more than likely be the point of biggest visual mass and you show it to me and I pick something else, you need to just check how you are presenting your image, right? There are instances when something like a a leopard hiding in a tree in a big landscape that the visual mass might be the tree, not the leopard. So there's a surprise element. But most of the time, you want the visual mass to be the thing that you are photographing and that you want to show the viewer of your image. Okay, so keeping that in mind, there's three things for me compositionally, and I focus heavily on this in the video, and they are, number one, keep your corners safe. Keep your corners safe. If you have anything in or very close to the corner that draws the attention, i.e. something poking in, a very bright area on a light or a very light area on a dark background, that will draw the viewer's gaze. It will pull the visual attention away from the center of the frame or from the place that you want the viewer to look. So it is something that you can do in camera, but in cropping you can fine-tune it. We don't often look at the corners. We are so busy looking at the rule of thirds, which forces us to the center area of the frame that the corners get left. Make sure you keep your corners safe. There's one example in the video I mentioned where there's a bright sun in the top corner and beautiful sun rays coming from it, where that might be exception to the rule because there always is exceptions to the rule. But most of the time, keep your corners safe. The next one, and this is vital, is protect your frame. Now, photography by default is us taking a scene or a subject and putting it in a frame. The frame is supposed to, kind of for lack of a better term, hug the image. It should hug the content, keep the viewer inside, keep it safe. But more often than not, and you can look at this on Instagram, and Instagram is a place where people are posting their processed images. The, 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 the frames aren't safe, so they're not protecting their frame. If there's something poking in from the outside, the frame is not safe. You've compromised it right? If you have a big part of your, your, your photograph, uh, it might not even be the, the main subject, could be one of the supporting actors, is poking out of the frame or you've cut it off, that you didn't protect the frame. If you are going to cut something off using the frame, make sure it's very intentional and that it still then works in keeping the frame safe. A little piece of an ice block in these, these Iceland images I'm speaking about, chopped off will look like a mistake. If you put half of it in, maybe it's better, right, to protect the frame. Protecting the frame also means not taking elements of your image and having it very close to the frame. I don't want to look at your image, whether I'm photographically literate or not, and look at that image and think, oh, shit, did Jerry mean to put it that close, or is it a mistake? You don't want that. You want to be very intentional with your art, with your craft. If you were to write a paragraph, you're going to make sure that the commas and the and the full stops and the grammar is all correct. We should be doing the same for our images. So those kind of things, you need to protect the frame. Now, the last one, and this is something that, I, that I'm using on a lot of the trips that I'm on. And for those of you listening that's going to Uganda with me or to the Mara in a few weeks, this is going to come up. Now, imagine for yourself, take your cell phone, right? If you're driving, don't do this. But if you take your cell phone, put one of your favorite pictures on there, full screen, and hold it in landscape orientation. If you were to now try and balance, if you were to try and balance that phone on your finger, looking at it, will it fall one way or the other? Is there too much content in one side of the frame versus the other that it'll fall over? Now, think about this. Picture this. Bottom right-hand corner, bottom left-hand corner of my image, I have a cheetah, for example, walking towards the right. So, 
from where the cheetah stops, there's just negative space. Keep in mind, negative space carries weight in a frame. It's huge. All right. So the cheetah's weight will be balanced by the negative space. Too much negative space, and the, the, the image will fall over to the right. Too little negative space, the image will fall over to the left. Also, if that cheetah was to move away from the bottom left-hand side, and there's some space behind it, and then you have negative space, that space behind the cheetah becomes very heavy, and it'll pull the image in the wrong direction. Shadows have weight. Negative energy, or ne negative space, have weight. Every single element in your frame carries some kind of weight, and it's up to you once you've shot it, and hopefully while you're shooting it, but more often in Lightroom or Photoshop, is to look at the image and say, okay, cool, where is the weight distribution? There's one image in this video where it's on Vic. So there's this, the, on the left-hand side, there's, um, there's a basalt cliff. It's a black and white image, almost. Then there's a big C-stack in the middle and another C-stack on the right. On that one, when I tweak it, you'll see in the video, I take it in a little bit on each side, and it just feels right. Sometimes it's just, oh, there's too much space, which means it'll pull the weight of the image in that direction. So again, if you try and balance an image on a, little, on, a, on a stick or your finger, which way is it going to fall? That's how you balance it. That's how it feels good. The image then feels right. So again, the three things that I'm going to be pushing from my side, for myself, and for my guests traveling with me. Number one, keep your corners safe. Is your corner fighting for visual attention in the frame? Because it shouldn't be. You can control that. Number two, protect your frame. Make sure there's nothing that compromises the frame of the image because the frame keeps the image safe. The frame hugs the image, and a hug is a good thing. Yeah? And number three, make sure of the balance. Make sure of the balance. Which way is that image falling? It could be a portrait of a lion. It could be an elephant in a vast landscape. The balance needs to work. It needs to feel right. And that balance thing that I described, that's how you get it. Now, the one thing I did, and if you haven't done this yet, if you're in Lightroom, go to the crop. So hit R on your keyboard. Think of it as recompose. The crop module will open up. If you then hit O while you're in crop, that changes the overlay from rule of thirds to golden mean. There's a whole bunch, diagonal lines and this and that. But there's one which makes a cross. Boom, boom. Down the middle, top to bottom, down the middle, side to side, right? So it makes a cross on the image. I'm using that because I can use that to see which way my balance is going in the frame. Very, very handy. So later on this week, otherwise early next week, I'm going to be doing another video tutorial exactly on the balance thing. So we're going to throw rule of thirds out and just worry about balance. So make sure to check that out on the Wild Eye YouTube channel next week. But if you have any questions, let me know. The, the only thing I'm just thinking of to wrap this up is if you're shooting according to the rule of thirds only, right? If you only use the rule of thirds, you might put, for example, the thing, your subject, on the bottom right-hand PowerPoint where those lines intersect, right? Depending on the rest of the frame, the balance might still feel off. There might be negative space behind the subject on the right. There might be a very deep, dark shadow on a rock on the left-hand side, which is going to pull it that way. So the rule of third is, again, it's a guideline, guys. Don't, it's not the gospel. It's not the rule. Use it to start, but then check the balance of your image, and then let me know how it goes. Cool. So go and watch the video. Check out for the new video tutorial later this week or early next week on the Wild Eye YouTube channel. And let me know if you have any questions. My email, jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, at wild eye. That's two words, wild eye with a hyphen in between, dot C-O dot Z-A. And um, if you have any questions, I'd love to help. 
As always, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you for lending me your ears. I'll chat to you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one.